This week on Slaughterhouse Princess, cornered because there's an exclamation point. Police face, Academy. Fa fa face the evil. Police Academy. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Brett. And this, and this week... Whoa, whoa, week, no. You go. It's fine. No, go ahead. No. <laughs> you do it. You ruined it. It's, all, it's fine. Finish ruining it. This week. This, this week. week. Ah, <laughs> I got you good, you fucker. I hate this you. This week we watched Cornered with an exclamation mark. Sent in to us from uh, Mr. Green. Oh, I'm allowed to talk now? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a, he's a new face on the face space pages. Yep. And face space pages... He said some very. That's how you get your social media. That's what I hear. He said some complimentary things, which makes me think he hasn't listened to enough of them yet. <laughs> yep, he'll figure it out. He'll be like, "Man, these guys fucking suck." And and he said cornered, so I look into it, and I'm like, "Steve Gutenberg, yes, please." Yes, sir. Remember Police Academy? Remember? What about Three Men and the Other Guy? Yep. And the Bobcat Goldthwait. And the sequel with Curly's Gold. <laughs> Police Academy Two. Curly's Gold. The Legend of Curly's Gold. Again. So, uh, we start up, uh, the movie. Yeah. Like we do. Every week. <laughs> and, uh, there's some sort of homicidal maniac. Yeah. And he's, uh, seems to be targeting, uh, like your convenience stores and... Your corner stores. Your local five and dime. Right. Right. And he murders people all the way till they're dead. Well, I mean, it's, you, you can't murder them unless they're dead. Stupid I didn't write ass. this. I didn't write the movie, all right? Well, that wasn't like a quote from the movie. That's a direct quote from the webpage of the movie. <laughs> www.corneredmovie backslash synopsis backslash made up shit that I made up dot net. My apologies. Yeah. Go ahead. Put that in your, <laughs> put that in your Chrome browser. See where that gets you. Probably a 404 <laughs> of some sort. Go on. The important thing is that there's there's murder deaths yep. at convenience stores. People are getting killed. And we meet our... Uh, they tell you that through the opening credits, which is nice because a lot of movies don't have opening credits anymore. This is a 2009 movie, so... And, there's, and, and you see Steve Gutenberg's name on the screen, you're like, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Steve Gutenberg. I love me some Steve Gutenberg, yeah. except for I don't. But I do... I don't. I'm toward. He had that movie where him and Kirstie Alley and Ted Danson had the same child somehow. Yeah. Three Men in Curly's Gold. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Again. So, uh, we're, uh, what are we doing? We're watching surveillance cameras? Yeah. <laughs> George Lopez is upstairs watching surveillance cameras. And we get to see the lovable group of miscreants that yep. he employs. Like uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop. They kind of they kind of push it on you pretty quick that these are the people we need to get to know. There's Paul Blart. Yep. <laughs> There's Star Jones, possibly Monique. Don't forget about Kelly Bundy. The guy, what was in Independence Day that lived in that trailer? That it was really him. That's not just us bullshitting. Some prostitute. Well, that was Kelly Bundy. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll just call her the prostitute though, because people aren't. It's yeah, it's a prostitute. And via these uh, security cameras, we get to see how all these people are kind of fuck-ups. Like, 
Monique stealing ice cream. <laughs> You've already called her Monique and Star Joe's. Jesus Christ, Chris. Paul <laughs> Blart is like yelling at a hobo guy for stealing some Captain Morgan. Yep, because he wanted the dog food. So they get into a fist fight, and he, I think he like throws him through the fucking window. Yeah, they, they, he accosts him, throws him through the window. Remember, they clean it for 45 minutes. And that's when we get to meet uh, Kelly Prostitute Bundy. Who's pulling up, and there's like a guy who's all like something about swallowing, so you only get half the money or something. Yes. I didn't know prostitutes worked that way. <laughs> I would have saved a lot of money had I known that's how that worked. If you got half off, if they didn't have to. Uh... Yeah, I didn't know there's <sighs> some, some kind of loophole clause. <laughs> it's in the book. So Paul Blart's trying to stand up for this here uh, prostitute. Yep. And Steve Gutenberg shows up. Steve Gutenberg gets his name because he's Steve fucking Gutenberg. Yeah, he's Steve Gutenberg. For fuck's sake. And he sees this is all going bad, so he starts hucking cans of beer at this guy's head. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fucking sweet. I like that. <laughs> Hits him with like two or three of them. The first one caught me off guard. I was like, wait, was that? Oh, it is. That's awesome. Yeah, hitting, getting hit in the head with a full cane would probably hurt. Probably. I've only been hit in the head with partial cans of beers. We so, had uh, canes hitting in the head contests. They yeah. never end well. We always have to go to the hospital. There's no winners. Our medical medical bills are tremendous. The only winners Mother. are the local hospitals. Chicken dinners? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So Steve Gutenberg's taking his beers into this uh, local uh, liqueur store. Yep. Well, that's what it's called, liqueur. Liqueur. That's the name of the store is liquor. Yeah. <laughs> Big ass caps. No exclamation mark. Just liquor. Yeah, I just you, without the mark you don't get it. And they uh he starts chatting with all the varying people that work there, like, hey, what about this serial murderer guy? He sure does murder people in a serial fashion, eh? He sure does. What would you do to this gentleman Everyone if Everyone in the store. If he if he's serial murderer. Why do these people here? all hang out in the fucking store all day? Well maybe not all day, I guess they have things they have to do. They have jobs. Well, it did appear to take approximately 16 hours for them to clean up that broken window. Yeah, they're not good at whatever it is they do. And uh, Steve Gutenberg's like, well, if he came in here, what would you do? And they're all like, the the guy from Independence Day is all like, I'd plastic wrap him up and <laughs> make him choke on stuff that came out of his parts. <laughs> and, and Paul Blart's like, I, I don't know, I'm fat and I want to eat a donut. And, and Monique, I don't remember. And, she was eating ice cream and made some sort of sexual reference. And I assume the prostitute said something about fellatio. <laughs> fellatio. Never ever watched a movie where the word fellatio came up in conversation so much. And it comes up a lot most of the times. Yeah, I have a nervous tick where that's just what I say sometimes. Fellatio. It's like Tourette's, but fellatio. Yeah, only fellatio. <laughs> fellatio. It's really hard when I drop the kid off at school. Uh, so they're, they're all saying this and that. Steve Gutenberg's like, that's cool, jerks. I'm leaving. So he dips out. He's got more. He's some sort of delivery man, so he's going to make more deliveries. Yeah. On to the next stop. So they're all going to play a rousing game of unspecified poker. Oh, they said Texas Hold'em, stupid. So they're going to play Tejas. Hey, you got to talk about the part how Paul, Paul Blart tried to uh, get the hooker to come play poker and, and the drugs. You forgot. It's backstory, Chris. Oh, sorry. It's it's relevant. So Paul Paul Blart Mall Cop is all like, 
hey, prostitute. <laughs> don't... Instead of prostituting <laughs> to make money, why don't you play a game of low-stakes poker? Because that's Way probably... Say prostituting. So many of the things flooded my head to say, but... You went with prostituting. Good job, Chris. I did. I'm trying. I'm. I'm classy. We gotta. We gotta keep it classy here on the the old SHP. He's all like, you know, let's let's go play a low stakes game of poker because that's <laughs> definitely more lucrative than varying. Yeah, hey, he gave her a fifty dollar buy in. I don't know a lot about prostitutes, but I'm pretty sure you can make more than fifty dollar buy in on a shitty poker game pretty quick. What with your mouth and such, vagina, hey, maybe even your anus. That's French for anus. <laughs> anus? Yeah. You a lie? I am. So the prostitute's like, well, I need to make a lot of money tonight, so yeah, I'll go in on this low-stakes poker game. That seems like a <laughs> lucrative endeavor. I'll go in on endeavor. a $50 buying with five other people. I've never Four. even played poker, so I'm probably going to do great. <laughs> and then they, uh... They all buy they all buy things from the store that show how their personalities are. Right, <laughs> What, the prostitute gets some beers and then condoms. Oops, it was really cigarettes. The clerk made a joke. Ah. And uh, Monique bought some ice cream. Paul Blart bought donuts because he likes donuts because he's a fat (laughs) fuck. No, really, seriously, like that comes up a lot. He was a large man. He's always eating donuts Donuts in this fucking movie. Yep. Always eating donuts. So they all, they all get their dumb, stupid stuff for losers <laughs> and go to play poker. And they're uh, they're sitting around. They're having some beers and donuts and ice creams. And it turns <laughs> like you do when you're playing poker. And it turns out, uh, fucking Star Jones there is a uh, she's some kind of phone sexer. Like she works at this here convenience store, but she also makes the phone sexes. She works there. I didn't know she worked there. Other stuff. She kind of like existed there. I think they all worked there. Was the gist of most it. of them were in plain clothes. Oh, as opposed there's to there's no uniform. The uniform. Regardless, the thing is that she makes the phone sexes. Right. So they're playing the poker, and she keeps getting phone calls and makes sexy, in quotes. Noises and <laughs> phrases, and I'm a I'm a nurse, and I'm a 27 year old white chick. Get it? It's funny because I'm not. I get it. And and they're all playing poker, and it turns out that the guy from Independence Day has a serious drug problem <laughs> involving serious drugs. They never really specify. It could be heroin. It could be peyote. Yeah, it, the world it, may never know. Maybe he's snorting baby Tylenol. <laughs> Who even knows what this guy's into? I'm not here to judge. I am. Oh. I'll judge the fuck out of all of it. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't sorry. know. We all have our vices. Yeah, I mean, but baby Tylenol doesn't get you high. It just hurts. No, I'm saying judging people. Oh, yeah. I do it all the time. That's fair. It's not fair, <laughs> but it's okay. Allowed. So, uh... Monique is taking some kind of weird phone sex call where she stole the petty cash, is all I remember. And yeah. she is... Oh, yeah, I think she was getting, uh, what, raped with a nightstick. Yeah, she was getting <laughs> raped with a nightstick. <laughs> from the security guy from the store. That I don't, I'm don't. i pretty sure that, uh, old boy, George Lopez, couldn't uh, couldn't afford a, uh, a security. He had several cameras. Good, Clyde. Right, but where's Clyde the whole time? We saw the store for a 24-hour period. I never saw a fucking Clyde one. Oh. What the fuck? I didn't. I'm sorry. You all right? No. Do you need a minute? Now I'm all right. Okay. So Monique is uh, making the phone sex. They hear a racket from downstairs. A ruckus? Yeah. 
there's some kind of caterwauling, if you will. So Monique's like, hey, look, I'm trying to make a guy jack off on a phone. <laughs> yeah, hold on. So I'm going to go check this out. To get to. I have no time for your questions and cat calls. So she heads down to see what's going on. It's gross. I mean, why? She's having the phone, so she's like, yeah, make him stroke his erection. Yeah. She's oh, like, put that nightstick in my naughty bits. <laughs> Ew. Uh, even the crowd was getting into it. So she heads down to see what's going on, because they're upstairs. And uh, it turns out that the the serial mur- murderer is there. Yeah. And he bashes her head in with the uh, ice cream freezer door. Yeah, about 87 times. And then puts her in the ice cream freezer and stabs her in the eyeballs with what I can only assume is a tasty, tasty ice cream treat. And she said she was going to pull his eyes out. Oh, but she showed, he showed her by the, pushing her uh, eyes in. Which is like the opposite. So take that or whatever. Didn't really show her he didn't do it right. So everybody upstairs has become worried because it's been a while since Monique has gone downstairs. And a uh, guy from Independence Day, what, because of the drugs, he's starting to flip out and like yell at CGI cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, I do sometimes too. And then he, he ends up... Probably all the peyote. He's watching the security monitors and he sees what he calls the cockroach king. Yep. Like the Rat King from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with a cockroach. And he, he heads down to check that noise out. And then he gets plastic wrapped in it up. Yep. And shanked with a ketchup bottle. Yep. Oh, that sucks, man. You ever got shanked with a ketchup bottle? Uh, nope. It's awful. Yes. No, I'm telling you. I'm not no, asking I, you. I, I agree. Jesus shit. I get all my ketchup in packets that I steal from the local McDonald's because I don't pay for that shit like a sucker. I just like to step on those. They're fun. So he gets, uh, he gets killed. Killed? And now everybody's like, man, what's going on? People that go downstairs, something happens, and then they don't come back upstairs. So George Lopez is like, I'm going to go downstairs because that <laughs> fucking jerk because is just being I want to get killed. Because apparently Independence Day, like, when he was a kid, he was always making murder scenes. Right. Fooling around. Hey, that's what kids do. I did that often when I was a child. I made murder scenes in the house. (laughs) So, uh, George Lopez hangs down, and he's all like, Hey, hey, good job with the ketchup, asshole, looking like drag marks, because ketchup has several liters of ketchup inside of one single bottle. Yep. so he, I'm going to follow it downstairs, you fucking dick. <laughs> and he heads down, and he, he finds, uh, it's like his nephew or whatever, Independence Day. Yeah. And he's all plastic wrapped up, and he has a real heart-to-heart with his corpse. Yep, <laughs> he sure does. They and, have a, a nice uncle-nephew conversation. And he said some kind of touching garbage that I don't remember. And then the the killer murderer pops out with some kind of I don't know what the fuck it is. It looks like goddamn wet saw like you would use to do masonry. Yeah. Because <laughs> apparently there's an abandoned butcher shop in the basement of the shitty liquor store. Yep, and that's where we got that saw that you would use for taking apart very large animals. Whole. So he strings him up Skin upside down. Skin or fur and all. And uh, he strings up George Lopez and cuts into his sweet, sweet insides yep. with the... Death saw. The kill saw. And now all we have left is the donut man, Paul Blart, and the... Prostitute. The prostitute, which, for the record, the one thing I will take away from this movie, if nothing else, is the fact that when they're playing poker, the prostitute 
refuse the idea of playing strip poker, but it's okay to put a man's junk in her mouth. But she's not going to show her boobs. What the hell? That's not dignified. You gotta have standards in life. <laughs> a stranger in an alleyway wanting to give me a half and half? Yes, please. <laughs> Showing my boobies at a card game? No, thanks. But I digress. That came up a lot during the movie, but he makes a valid point. He usually makes invalid points, but... My point is... You are... know, like, the moon is hot. And shit like that. You ever touch the moon? <laughs> How you be knowing? I don't be knowing. You don't be knowing nothing. So now Paul, yeah. Paul, Paul Blart. Yeah, Paul Blart. Paul Blart. <laughs> and the prostitute. <laughs> not be... her name. You just keep calling her the prostitute. I like that. Take away the last little bit of dignity she has. She doesn't deserve any. She's a prostitute. Well, I'm... now, Chris, you're going to fuck up our prostitute market. Come on, man. Any prostitutes that are listening to this, Can I'm sorry. letters now? Wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm oh, not sorry. I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. Such a headache. Take that, society. Mm-hmm. So Paul Blart and the prostitute, <laughs> they're, they're like, we can lock him down in the basement because he's in the basement. And they lock him in the <laughs> well, basement. That's how you do it in the basement, Chris. Jesus. And and they go back upstairs after they lock him in the basement, but he chases after him, And with their slight window of time. I like how he looks like the gimp from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I kept waiting for Zed to yep. show up. But then I remembered Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead. So, uh, with the brief window of time that locking him in the basement afforded them, they, uh, go totally home alone on this motherfucker (laughs) and shove a fucking refrigerator down the motherfucking stairs on him. Get it, Paul Blart Mall Cop. And they they even hit the guy with the refrigerator because apparently nobody ever told this psycho murderer that if a dude's pushing a fucking refrigerator down the stairs, get out of the yeah, way. No, you should stand there. Yeah, you're like, oh, is that a refrigerator? Don't be a girl. Take it like a man. Get hit by that refrigerator plummeting down the steps. There's no way in the minute and a half that they're pushing this refrigerator over to the stairs and then knocking it down the stairs. I can move from where this refrigerator is. You have to watch it from the conception of the idea to properly defend from it. Uh. So they whack a guy with a refrigerator. A sentence I'm glad I got to say today. Yep. And uh, they're both like, what are we going to do now? He's going to come up here and he's going to murder kill us. Not murder kill. All the way murder killed. <clears throat> and they're they're scampering about looking for weapons or possibly another thing that isn't a weapon but that might help them in their situation. And they, uh, they follow the cord to find this secret VCR stockpile that this guy has been recording. George Lopez has been recording all these uh, security... This little voyeur room that he's got. Yeah, it's like that movie Sliver. Except for I don't think Sharon Stone's boobies were in this movie. The one with the snakes? Yeah. The little slug guy? Yeah, on the train, right? Yeah. <laughs> Slither's on a train. <laughs> yeah. Starring... Uh, I don't Sharon say Stone. Sound, yeah, Sharon Stone. And Samuel L. Jackson. Andy Garcia. I'm tired of these motherfucking Sharon Stones in the motherfucking bathtub. Slither's... Perfect. I don't remember anything. Regardless. <laughs> we so should that, do a podcast on Sliver. Just Slither? <laughs> Sliver. Sliver. Is it Sliver? It's a, that's the same movie, Is that I think. the one with Alec Baldwin? Yeah. But that's not the one with the little creepy curly monsters. That's Slither. Mm. We should do Sliver. Sliver. Yeah. That's the one where Sharon Stone touches her naughty bits in the bathtub. Or Showgirls. That movie's pretty scary. <laughs> that is a terrifying movie. <laughs> Everybody got AIDS and shit. Yep. As I recall in that movie. 
Damn you, Saved by the Bell. This is this is no time to be talking about shitty other movies. We're talking about this movie. Sorry, I was just pitching. So now we're in our uh, secret voyeur lair, and uh, George Lopez. Who knew? They see uh, Steve Gutenberg showed up for the morning delivery, and he's all like, "Hey, yo, I'm delivering over here." And they're all like, "Hey, yo, people got murdered." Yeah, a prostitute runs out of the secret voyeur lair to yell at the window. <laughs> To Steve Gutenberg about how people is all dead and, and what have you. You see a prostitute running out of a secret voyeur layer, right? Yeah, that's usually the last thing they see. Moo ha ha. Because you kill him. Like you'd know. That's the joke. I know. He knows. And Steve Gutenberg's like, this is not a funny joke, prostitute. But I'm glad to see that, that George Lopez had sex with a <laughs> prostitute. That's cool. And she's like, nah, you stupid asshole. People's really dead for reals. Yeah, not that plain dead, for real. And Steve Gutenberg's all like, hey, it's okay, I can hear him all like, in the basement or something, so I'll totally trap him in the basement, and then we'll get that sweet cash money reward. And the prostitute, because she's a prostitute, doesn't think much about nothing, so she goes to help, and, and she goes in the basement with Steve Gutenberg, and he's like, hey, these empty cardboard boxes, let's pile them up, because that'll keep them in this room. <laughs> that'll stop the... Hatchet monster. And she's like, no, that doesn't seem reasonable, but I'll do it. <laughs> I don't know any better. I'm just the prostitute. And then it turns out we have a serious case of check off Steve Gutenberg up in this bitch. Woo! Because Steve Gutenberg is the psycho lunatic killer man. Yeah. That's super fun. Police Academy killing people. I like it. Damn you, Mahoney. <laughs> Perfect. And he's got a, he's got one of them, uh, what you call it, meat cleavers. And he's all threatening her with the meat cleavers. And then, uh, that's a pretty badass scene when he hecks her in the neck. And then Paul Blart finally has stumbled his fat ass down the stairs. <laughs> I finished the donuts. And he's all like, what are you doing? You fucking jerk ass. <laughs> he subdues Paul Blart, ball cop, and uh, ties him up. Did you say seduce? Yeah. Alright. Hell yeah, I'm on board now. What's up? Yeah. You've never read my Paul Blart Mall Cop <laughs> fan fiction I wrote? Fan. For fiction. It's mostly just gross porn. Yep. <laughs> gross. Real gross. So, Paul Blart is now tied up, and he's all like, You're a crazy lunatic, Steve Gutenberg. Why you be killing people, fool? And he's like, Well, I got to thinking that fuck people, they're a bunch of fucks. So, so I'm gonna kill them. So what I'm going to do is listen in on how people kill people, and then I'm going to kill them the way they said they're going to kill me. And then Paul Blart is like, but don't you have to watch the tape of you killing people to get an erection? <laughs> I know where that is, and you don't. I don't remember that part. It was implied. We watched a t- <laughs> Implied erections. We watched a different movie. Maybe I'm just confusing it with my Paul Bart flame fiction again. I don't <laughs> flame know. Fiction. You leave me alone. I've had a rough day. You drank a lot. That's not a rough day. I had a rough day of drinking a lot. <laughs> so Paul Blart's uh, like, I'll take you to this sweet secret voyeur room and you can watch the tapes and get your precious, precious erection. <laughs> so Steve Gutenberg takes uh, him up and then Paul Blart tries tries to... <laughs> attack him, and like you would expect, a fat guy who ate 900 donuts in the course of a night. He doesn't do so good. minute movie, he ate like 16. They get into a little scuffle. They fall down the stairs or some shit. Yeah. I don't remember. And and then 
the cops are there. But what happened to Paul Blart and Steve Gutenberg? Well, turns out that Steve Gutenberg gained the upper hand and fed Paul Blart bonuts, donuts, bonuts? Donuts. No, I'm pretty sure it's donuts. Donuts. I'm not familiar with your American delicacies. (laughs) I'm new to your country. So, I want one of them Krispy Kreme bonuts. Steve Gutenberg fed uh, Paul Blart donuts until his fat ass died. Yep. And he is scoffed. Donut-itis. He is chop-aid, and he shows up later at another convenience store where they're talking about that crazy psycho killer, what they do. And he says, oh, really? Tell me about it. And then weird, funky 70s porno music, yeah. and that's the movie. Yeah, I'd say disco, but... Disco porno, whatever. Disco porno. I love a disco porno. So say, Brett, what did you think of this movie? Your hand gestures tell me you would like me to say. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was weird. Uh, Mr. Green told us that it wasn't so much a horror. What uh, what, what was the, the quote there? It was, uh, it was a little silly, but it had a good bite. Right. I believe is what yeah. he said. And it was. It was interesting. I'd watch it once. If you like the, uh, the horror comedies. I mean, it had Steve Gutenberg as the killer. That's all you... That wraps it all up in the end. I don't know. It was interesting. It was a... seemed like kind of an independent film, but Gutenberg was in it, so... Yeah, but I don't think he's done much of anything lately, but, like, direct-to-DVD movies. Right. And... Yeah, I don't know much about it. I don't know the budget on it or anything, but... Eh, I liked it. It was, uh... There, there was a lot of build-up. Some, a lot of it was funny, though. He got a few good laughs out of it. I give it a, uh, a six and a half out of ten. A reasonable score. So, Chris, what do you think about the movie? It was, uh, it was pretty good. It was entertaining. It was. It wasn't the funniest thing I'd ever seen. It wasn't the scariest thing. I mean, when they went for it, they really, they got it pretty good. Right. The scene when old Independence Day gets his is pretty good. Yeah. Anytime. I really like the scene where, uh prostitute gets hacked in the neck yeah because it shows him swing it but then it pauses for a second then camera flips around on her and it's just kind of a big meat cleaver sticking halfway into her neck yeah when they go for the the gore and such and they do a pretty good job it's it's a light-hearted kind of thing though it's not super upsetting but it was fun i would definitely say give it a shot yeah you could do a lot worse i mean you could watch bad kids go to hell <laughs> you sure could if you're like manage yourself, and I, I mean, you know, it it was a little rough to track down, as it's not available on the Netflix. But if you happen across it, I'd say give it a shot. Yeah, not too shabby. I give it a Steve out of Gutenberg. Steve, oh man, real fucking original, Chris. Yep, <clears throat> originality is my strong suit, and sadness. So, uh, so on slate for next week, we have our uh, Christmas Halloween Christmas request. For Mr. Chetroy. Not specifically for Mr. Chetroy, but Mr. Chetroy was the only person who responded to our request. Or maybe it was just a random fucking thinkers. Don't tell him how to live. I'll do what I want. Alright. <clears throat> yeah, so if anybody else maybe has a suggestion for a Christmas horror movie, throw it on out there. That's what we're after. We'll do it. But unless somebody stops us, looks like we're doing the uh, Black Christmas remake yep. for uh Mr. Mr. Troy. 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 Troy.
So if somebody did want to request some sort of Christmas themed uh, horror movie. I wonder if that's his real last name, if that's like a interesting coincidence, if he happens to be a married man that is, uh, wait, no, I guess it would be his birth name. Yeah, that's how marriage works. <laughs> that's all wrong. Sorry, Troy. We put liquor in the beer again. Yeah, we did. Sometimes, you know, with my questions that I have. So if somebody else has, has a request for not only Christmas-based horror movies, but, but explanations of American culture. Maybe you know a horror movie about Easter or Yom Kippur That'd be or cool some other shit. holiday. I would like to see an Easter horror movie. Any holiday themed Easter. Is some it? kind of scary people eating bunny rabbit that, that I don't know. Maybe a Thanksgiving themed horror movie. Is that a thing? Never seen that. It's new to me. I hope there's one. But any any requests, comments, concerns, letter bombs, piles of money, gold doubloons. Species. Bitcoins. <laughs> Whatever. Say you want to send a thing to a place about some stuff. Thuff? Thuff. Thuff. How do you spell that? How many S's? Six. <laughs> but the first five are silent. Shut up. Or you can find us on Facebook because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. Or you can go to uh, slaughterhouseprincess.com or we have a Gmail at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. And iTunes exists. It is also a thing. So does the Slaughterhouse Princess. So, uh, tune in next week, loyal viewers, for, what, Black Christmas, did I yeah, say? Black Christmas. Black. I don't know, you fucked up, though, because you said unless somebody else says something, but he already said to watch it. Regardless of how dumb I might be. Fucking up. We put liquor in his beer, too. Do a thing, don't do a thing. Whatever, just come back, please. Black Christmas, we got you, Troy. <laughs>